This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. It's not. <laughs> it's not. 132 times it has not been good. This is episode number 132 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast right here in beautiful Sherrard, Illinois. We're in the presence of a senator, guys. The second time this has ever happened. Behave. Watch your P's and Q's, Steve. We're right here. 1600 Bucks Slayer Place, right in the Bucketorium, in the studio today. Myself, Steve, the one talking. Curtis. Hello. Kurt, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. We got Eric. Hello. He's always quiet. Moneybags Mark Reif. Hey, hey, how we doing? And the very special guest, Senator Neil Anderson. Happy to be back. Uh, why? Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you guys have my favorite beer here. Well, hey, there you go. You have a free. We won't run yeah, out of exactly. that. What? <laughs> yeah, we. Um, yeah, we're happy to have you on. Um, you know, we're going to get through our stuff, and then we're going to get to you. Awesome. We couldn't do this podcast if it wasn't for our good friends over at One Sixty Four Outdoors, Ross Bigger. That's right. Right there in the off Highway One Sixty Four, in between Monmouth and Galesburg. If you want to give him a phone call and see what new elites he's got in, his phone number is 309-221-2425. There's a sticker on the door. There is a sticker on the door, so I get to think about him every time I see him. Man, it's, it's a really cool place. You know, his, uh, he's got 
his setup is in like uh, in an old milk barn, and uh, you know he's, he sells elite bows, um, everything from the outdoor group. He's a great dude. So if you want to go check that out, great beard, great bows, great service. That's not really his his slogan <laughs> at all. It, be. it, 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 it is now. Yeah. It, it should be. He, does, he, probably good. he probably doesn't know about it. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll just support it. I don't, I don't, I don't partake. No. Uh, also brought to you by Scent Crusher, uh, ScentCrusher.com. Uh, I would say, I was going to say, if you don't know what Scent Crusher is, but most people are familiar. Neil, are you familiar? I am. Okay, good. I was really hoping good. so. Nice. Uh, from the ozone, zo- ozone go to the bag, to the closet, um, to the the Washo 3, um, they basically got you covered for everything scent control for the whitetail woods or wherever you're going. I was going to say... Maybe for the turkeys this spring, but thank God turkeys can't smell because it'd be yeah. impossible. To well, know. but you don't want to bust the deer out when you're turkey hunting. So just remember that. Hey, that's a good point. You don't want to bust the deer out while turkey hunting. So check out Scent Crusher. Speaking of one good point, the best point you can have is one pin. And the best single pin you can get is HHA Sites. HHA Sports, Wisconsin made. Scott Bakken, beautiful man. He just did a bunch of good sites. videos with uh, yes, he did. Bowhunter Die, Bowhunting.com. Yep. Yeah, um, I saw that. He did, uh, we shared it on our Facebook. They did a uh, video about the Virtus 22, their new mm-hmm. rest. And that, um, so 22, it, what is it? 22 veterans commit suicide a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so what that does is the Virtus 22, when each purchase donates 2.2% of the proceeds to, what foundation is it? They didn't really say just a bunch yeah. of charities they're going to donate to. To help fight that. Um, yep. So, one, it's, in my opinion, going to be the top rest on the market. We've already seen it played with it a little bit. We're all going to be shooting them on our bows. And to a great cause. Um, so, and lifetime warranty. Lifetime warranty. Sure. You can't so, beat that. I don't know what you find wrong with that situation of why you wouldn't want to get that site. I mean, it's all all things are good. The rest, that, you mean? Yeah, that, that rest. Um, the three-pin <laughs> site. Yeah, three pin site too. Um, all lifetime warranty, HHA warranty. You can't beat it. Um, yep. So I don't know what's wrong with you if you don't want it. I mean, I mean, whatever. Go to yeah. Go to Canada. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Here <laughs> <laughs> we give me a little bit more in my uh, in my mic. Are you sure it's not your headphones there, Bob? It might be one or the other. But uh, yeah, just just a little bit. Well, oh, Facebook perfect. Live for everyone in uh, in Beautiful. podcast land. I love it right there. Um, yeah, and then uh, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Go down a couple hollers. And you're going to be in Viola, Illinois, down 67, mm-hmm. right? The yep. finest deer processor in western Illinois, eastern Iowa, guaranteed. Yep. Scott's awesome. Steve's, Steve's seal of approval. Boom, right there. <laughs> They're about ready to quit That's taking it. That's where we it. took Steel, uh, my, my son's deer this year. Yeah, how was awesome. it? I did a great job. Yeah. What'd Perfect. you get? Nice. He got a big doe. Did he get, what did he get made? Oh, uh, mostly hamburger, but, you know. Little sausage, venison burger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the most practical. It's the most practical. It really yeah. is. You can throw it anything. Yeah. But yeah. that's the thing: the meatloaves, the sausage, the snack sticks. The you can't brats. go wrong with any of it. Yeah, the really. breakfast sausage, the jalapeno breakfast sausage. Mm. Throw that some biscuits and gravy. Good stuff. <laughs> meatloaves sounds delicious. Top top notch. Um, we do have a have a vet shout out uh, today that we'll get to. Uh, it's a uh, William Ryan Owens. Uh, he was a chief special. Uh, oh, I didn't write that down right. Eric was showing me. Um, See if they're still going. He was he was that Navy SEAL that was uh, that was killed in the uh, Al Qaeda raid. Um, he was pretty local. I think he was uh, Peoria. Yeah. It was it? Yeah, it was yeah, Peoria. Yeah. I thought it was like the LaSalle. Uh, Eric, see if the yeah. live's still going. Yeah, I don't think it is. It's still going on my phone. Is it? Yeah. 
Carry on, Steve. Okay, yeah. So um, he's our vet. Shout out. You know, he uh, he lost his life here pretty recently. Um, you know, so we want to thank him for his service. And uh, you know, he signed that. Uh, you know, signed that blank check. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's very unfortunate, but uh, it's guys like him that you know allow us to enjoy all the freedoms that we have, do this podcast, and speak it in English. You know, we don't speak Russian, so uh, thank a vet for that too. So. Um, <laughs> Thank you for your service, uh, and um, you know, rest easy. Amen. So. All right. Well, this is where Steve carries on the episode. This is where yeah. Steve carries on the episode. <laughs> Kurt, my headphones. Down maybe just a little bit. You had it, like, perfect. And you, then you are went killing up. me. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, sh- everyone on Facebook Live Land is like, okay, they can definitely see what's going on, like how <laughs> we have to put up with Steve. Hey, Steve, I'm... Hey, or Kurt, turn my mic up. Oh, my headphones, they're up too high, they're up too low. Where's my snare? <laughs> Where's he's, my snare? He's barking orders at <laughs> just me. Just messing with you, because you're going to be such a hard time. Really like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to conversate, take yeah, care of the Facebook Live, adjust mics and everything. we got to hire someone. Yeah, we need to. We need an intern. Uh, we need an apprentice, <laughs> so we don't have to pay him that well. Now, listen, we want to get to you. Yeah. Senator. The government. The government. The government. The government. <laughs> the almighty Who power. was it? Mr. Oh, Mr. Anderson was in uh, The Matrix. Yeah. yeah. My name's Neil. Neil, Neil, huh? Well, know. first of all, we'll do this. for If you didn't listen to the last episode, explain who you are, what you do, and then we'll move on from there. Very good. I'm State Senator Neil Anderson. I represent the uh, 36th Senate District, which is all of Rock Island County, almost all of Whiteside County, uh, Thompson and Savannah and Carroll County and Kelowna and Henry County. So a pretty vast, diverse district. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in the Quad Cities. I'm a graduate of uh, Assumption High School. Um, university uh, Went to the University of Nebraska. Uh, was a pre-med major, played football there, moved back here. Um, was going to go to Palmer to be a chiropractor. Made the mistake of joining a volunteer fire department. (laughs) (laughs) Went to paramedic school instead of Palmer. The rest is history. Um, Been married for 15 years. Um, Son is 12 years old. Little girl is four and a half. And, uh, yeah, life is good. Awesome. Awesome. Heck, yeah. Yeah, it's good when uh, you work for the government. Yeah. <laughs> or when you are the government. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it is really cool that you give us the opportunity to, you know, we're just a bunch of beer-swilling hillbillies. And you're like, hey, yeah, I'll come back and do a second show. Absolutely. So we are we putting it. a dent in your career? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, he only wanted to you're... run for two terms anyway. That's right. No, you guys are who I serve. And, uh, I mean... Listen, I'm I'm a fireman and paramedic by trade, so um, I'm about as uh, um, you know down home as you can get and and level headed. So yeah, you guys are my people. Nice. That's right. Well, that's what people want, and yeah, uh, yeah. and and their and their government. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and uh, just so everybody knows from the last episode that that didn't tune in last episode, it was Steve that referred to me as the government. Yeah, for the whole show. Okay, because so he's on, okay because he's on his way here, and I see a I see a phone call coming in. No caller ID. I'm like, ah, this is the government calling me. Hell, hey, Steve, it's Neil. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> Plus, it's funny because tomorrow I can be like, hey, I had the government on the podcast last no, night. Yeah. And I say things are getting crazy around working class bow hunter. It is yeah. what it is, though. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. We're, we've got to theory that he's the Manchurian candidate so watch your P's and Q's unless P's and Q's is the Q right so you guys don't get that <laughs> starting to malfunction let's talk about hunting a little bit yeah. how'd your season go and your boy 
Uh, you know, my season wasn't that good. Um, it's the first year in a long time that I didn't, uh, I didn't bag a deer at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but the most important thing, it was my son's first year. Um, he got a, a big doe during youth season. So, you know, I was happy, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what it's all about. It's all worth it. He, he you know, he, he had a smile on his face. You couldn't wipe the smile off his face <laughs> for a week. Right. Um, <laughs> His only question was, when are we going to do it again? So, yeah, good. Um, yeah, he's got the bug, so I know uh, where he's going to spend his money in the future. Which is <laughs> yeah. all right. awesome. Does he have a bow yet? He doesn't have a bow yet. Ooh. And this Christmas, we were actually going to get him a bow. I actually, yeah, I, I called you and was asking you, um, but it, time ran out, and I kind of want him to go in and be able to shoot a few, something that right. he's comfortable with. Um, so he got a gun for Christmas. Hey, not a, not a bad Christmas. Yeah. That's an all American Christmas. Hey, you didn't get a bow, but you got a Mossberg. You got him a Mossberg. Yeah, right? Mossberg uh, twenty gauge. Yeah, <laughs> my nice. first gun. Perfect. Well. Perfect. I'm sure we can get him out to one sixty four, and Ross can mm -hmm. yeah. offer some suggestions, and we can get him moving on something, and he'll get hooked for sure. Especially at something like archery. Besides hunting, even if you didn't hunt and you just got really into archery, it's a really fun sport. Teaches you discipline. It's a mental game. Yeah. More, I would say yeah. it's more of a mental game than anything oh, else. Oh, for sure. Because you can really, like, I'll be out in my yard. If I'm shooting bad that day, I want to hang it up. But I'll, like, okay, i got to mentally break through this, force myself to shoot a good group. Then you can hang it up, come back, and it, it's causes you to stay consistent with something that you want to get good at. Yeah. You well, know, and you can't shoot a gun in your yard. I mean, most yeah. places you can. Uh, well. Good point. We, maybe we could change that, Neil. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's talk about let's talk about laws, shall we? Let's uh, let's get into to the big one. I know we've got we've, I, I've got a bunch of things I want to cover with you, and I actually did mm -hmm. my homework. So believe this. Um, you have something that's going on in Illinois that uh, everybody always talked about, but you put put forward forward the bill that. Um, Basically, you're saying I don't have to ask the government permission to have my God-given rights. Yeah. So you are trying to repeal the Floyd card. I am, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I filed that bill this year, and, um, you know, it's it's funny because when I when I filed it, I posted on Facebook, and, and most of the responses were very, very positive. And, of course, um, there were a few negative ones, and... Um, Apparently, people think that we don't do federal background checks in Illinois. <laughs> they, they do. They, <laughs> the they card is the end all be yeah, all. Right. Like, oh, you got a card. Here's your gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and and that's that's uh, you know, I think that's the biggest reason to get rid of the Foyd card is it is an outdated. Um, it's an outdated yeah. thing that we have. Back yeah. in 1968, when it was implemented. Um, that was the that was the background check mm -hmm. um was you got a card and that's how you were able to buy guns well now with technology and everything we do federal background checks mm -hmm. which whether you're in Iowa or Illinois you'd go through the same process but in Illinois the only state in in the union where you have to show them a card yeah. which means nothing anymore I said, is this the only state that has a void card yes. the only card that requires a really? a, a card uh, yeah so i didn't i didn't even know about this till I don't Eric, know, five or six years ago. Eric's yeah. an Iowa I'm from boy. Iowa, so I didn't even know you needed that. Yeah, and and so what's um, you know, what a lot of people don't think about is if if you live in Iowa and you move to Illinois and you're a gun owner and you have you know you're hunting guns, your pistols, whatever, and for whatever reason, um, think of a scenario. Say somebody broke into your house and you call the police and you want them to um, 
you know, do a walkthrough and start an investigation. Mm-hmm. Those police officers see guns in your house. They could say, hey, where's your FOID card? Yeah. And you're from Iowa, and you're like, what do you mean? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a felony. Yeah. If right. you don't have a FOID card, <laughs> yeah. which is absolutely ridiculous. That's right. insane. Yeah. yeah. D- uh, so. Darren Meyer, no FOID, that would be great. Thumbs up. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. But yeah. I've always thought that too, and not only that, it's a pain in the ass to get your FOID card oh, once yeah. it expires, or to get yeah. one in general, or get renewed, and or get one in the first place. It's tough. Do yeah. you remember right here about like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there, when the FOID card system was so backed up that they had to? It took me a year and a half to get my they FOID had to, card. They back. had to send it out to Indiana. Yeah. Yep. Because they yep. had like yep. five people processing it, and then they eliminated three of them, so it was two. So then Indiana. Got money that Illinois citizens are paying? Yeah. How stupid is that? It's like, you know, I mean, that's like, dude, that's like going to Burger King and you're like, hey, man, let me get a Whopper. They go, yeah, go pay at McDonald's first and come back and get this. Yeah. Oh, we have a a listener question here, and I'm doing this because I know the question by heart and the person asked me today. Oh, no. Little boy Billy Johnson writes... This is a real. This is a real question. Okay, okay. If he has a concealed carry permit, this is something he wanted me to bring up. Why, when he goes to buy a firearm, if he already has a concealed carry permit, he's qualified and all that. Why does he have to have a waiting period to get the firearm? Like Iowa, if you have your permit, you can buy it and leave with it. They give it to you on the spot. Yeah. I mean, a pistol and stuff, mm-hmm. shotgun, and don't you don't have to have your concealed carry. You can take that, but a pistol or anything like that, you have to have that concealed carry to take it on on the spot. Right. right. That's something he wanted me to bring up. It's just like maybe it's yeah. something we could talk about. Yeah, um, no, that's actually something I brought up to to state police, and um, it's just a, a it's another redundancy um, that we have. Just like um, you know, if, if you have your concealed carry, which I do, mm-hmm. um, you can you can go buy a gun using your concealed carry card rather than your FOID card. Mm-hmm. But when you carry your gun, your concealed carry gun, you have to have your FOID That's card. That's so Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. It's such a kinda, weird kinda, area. To get, it's easy. Kind of it, offsets each other, don't it? Well, is it designed I mean, to catch people up? Yeah, it is. Well, oh, it's got to be. Like, well, here, here's here's my theory. Here's the government's theory. And <laughs> don't believe me. This ain't the government's theory. Uh, here's my theory. We are the only state in the union that requires a FOID card. We're the only state in the union um, that has more gun control regulations than any other state, i.e. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is this is a way to try to curb law-abiding citizens from not having a gun to protect themselves. But yeah. why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> so I got a question. Did, did any other states have this at one time? One. <laughs> the void card? No. So Massachusetts has something similar but it's it's for pistols only. Okay. So it's basically a card that says you can carry a pistol. So Illinois is the only it's, state that's ever done it. Correct. Oh wow. I keep thinking that it's just Illinois keeps the law because it's to catch your wallet. Yeah, you know, really it's no a broke state needs your yeah. money. It's right. a yeah. it, it is absolutely it's a cash grab and and you know the argument that that people bring up to me is they're like, well, it's ten. I think it's like ten bucks every five years. Yeah. Well, ten bucks every five years times. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. 40,000 people or whatever. And if is. you lose one, yeah. they don't send you a free one. That's right. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah. yeah. It's like five bucks. Or if you change your address, five bucks. Right. 
Um, yeah, you change your address. This is the oh my god! You're gonna get me started. <laughs> Here we go. Here, here's there a couple of people chime so, in. Uh, there's no waiting period in Michigan. Matthew Dorch says that um, Austin Meyer. I lost mine. It only took over a year for them to get mm-hmm. get to get me another one. <laughs> that was Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. Anybody or, listen? Anybody? That was Austin Meyer that said that. Okay, anybody out there that's listening, Austin, if you ever have that problem again, call my office. We'll get it to you right away. Um, but yeah. So we moved recently, and again, I have my concealed carry permit and, of course, my FOID. So here's what drives me crazy. And again, this is even even more of a reason to believe that they don't want law-abiding citizens to have guns, is it cost me $5 to change the address on my FOID card. Mm-hmm. $75 to change the address on my concealed carry permit. Why? Wow. $75? Yeah. It's the same card. It's here. Oh, well, ridiculous. I say, I don't even know if my address is on my concealed carry. I, I was told, do you have to change your address on your it's, FOID card? Because I was under the impression you didn't need to. It's the same card, and it goes through the same uh, ISP. <laughs> Illinois State Police does the same thing. Uh, wow. It's the same card. They, they're printed at the same place, but it's um, you know $70 difference. I mean, it's wow. it's it's no different than Amazing. than your bank. It's nuts. If your yeah. bank was like, we'll issue you an ATM card and a credit or and a debit card, but you <laughs> have to buy the ATM card too. Right. Why well, don't use the ATM card? Doesn't matter. Exactly. See, my and address you, ain't even on my concealed carry. It's not. Permit. No, it just says Eldridge, Iowa. Yeah. Well, that's because see, Iowa, your all the concealed carry permits through Iowa go through the local sheriff's department. Yeah, that's. Yep. I, and in mm. Illinois, it's through state police. All the state police. Mm. And you know what? Yeah, I'm wow. sure the Illinois state police has more important things I'd rather be doing. Yeah. yeah. Just a hunch. Yeah. But yeah, I, m- I remember because I lived in Iowa for a year. And I remember like, uh, I think the thing that like wanted me to move to Iowa was like, uh, we, me and my buddy went to went to Gander Mountain and we were getting getting um, some some shells and stuff. We're going to go out shooting. Rest in peace, Gander Mountain. Yeah, all right, Peter Gander Mountain. Well, <laughs> maybe something save him. But, uh, yeah, then we buy it, it, and he's, like, just ringing up, and, you know, he just, like, he goes, oh, you know, um, gives shows him his ID, and I'm like, wait, I don't have to show, show a Floyd card? And the kid <laughs> looks up, and I, 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 he says this, these, this exact phrase. He goes, but this is Iowa. <laughs> and it was weird that he said that. So, we, yeah, we walked out, and I was like, oh, man, that's great. And then I moved there, and uh, to acquire a pistol permit takes you three days. So once you get your driver's license... Three days after that, you can get, um, you can get a uh, acquire pistol per. You can buy long guns the minute you get like you're, you can get that paper driver's license that they print you out, mm-hmm. and you can take that and go buy a long gun. I used to work at Gander, man. I used to do like, I was almost always at the gun counter, mm-hmm. like doing the transactions. And when someone came in from Iowa, I was like, awesome. This is going to be easy. It's yeah. simple. Illinois sucks because then you have to ship it. From Iowa, mm-hmm. the gander I worked at was in Iowa, Davenport, Iowa. Mm-hmm. You had to ship the um, pistols, handguns to Illinois, charge them a twenty-five dollars shipping fee to sh- to ship it six miles or whatever yeah. it yeah. is to the next <laughs> FFL. And mm-hmm. one that didn't go over well with them. And then it's just the wait, huge waiting period, and it's just it's it's, it's why there's so, um it's ridiculous when you got a concealed carry, you still got to wait the. Certain number of hours or days to get a gun, though, right? In mm-hmm. Illinois, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what that's yeah, what that's um, it doesn't change. It doesn't change anything. That's, that's what, what uh, little Billy Johnson from uh, Lexus, Illinois, was asking. Like, yeah. that's something he would like to see uh, be changed. And then also, um, a good a good friend of well, 
a guy I know named Ailes, we'll call him that, he asked, you know, he, <laughs> one thing he wanted to bring up uh, is if you have a concealed carry, why do you need to case a long gun when you're transporting it in a vehicle? So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a good point, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll bring it up and we'll see what. Because that's, conceal- th- that's not concealable. That gun's not, right? I mean, if unless you have long it's enough in a case. Well, it's in a by, case. By, the, <laughs> I mean, by the concealed carry law, um, the law says in or about your vehicle. So in my vehicle, I actually have one of those go magnets, and I have my pistol underneath the, um, the, the dash. Yeah, do you like that? I love it. I love it. Um, so by law, as long as I have a concealed carry permit, that is that is legal. Right. It's not concealed right. on me, but it's in or about my vehicle. I think the reason with the the long gun comes into a a, a hunting issue. You know, they want to know that mm-hmm. you're not you know stopping on the road and and rolling down the window. And okay, I'm totally shit. on board with that. Yeah, we yeah, call that yeah. we call that Iowa hunting. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we call that yeah. right. right. I am. Uh, you better watch it over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can road hunt. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> he asked that question. I brought it up, and then I honestly was like, and I never just think firearms. Like I love firearms. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I, I didn't for some reason when he asked that question, I didn't picture that. And now you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> Leave yeah, that yeah. out of it. But uh, oh. well, I'm glad we brought that up then because yeah. that's, that's yeah. a great conversation. And that'll that'll segue into uh, to an issue that I, I do want to bring up because I, I thought it was really cool that you were like, "Hey, do you got any uh, back in Springfield? Do you guys got any hunting laws or anything?" I'm like, oh, "Us at the working class bow, we have a chance to change the law." And I was like, <laughs> "The senator's actually asking." I go, "Oh wait, that's his job." You know, we always forget that <laughs> your job is to talk to constituents, <laughs> but. I did my homework, and uh, the first thing I do want to bring up, because it'll segue in, um, I was talking to, uh, to he was a, a police officer mm-hmm. in uh, in the city, and, uh, you know, he he was talking to me, and, uh, you know, he's, I think I was wearing some camouflage, and he was like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I bought hunting property, he's like, I bought property, I think it was like 14 acres or something, he's like, but... They won't they, like. I have to pass a hunter safety course because he was born in like eighty one or something. And he's like, "Why do I have to?" He's like, "I can't really get the time because he's a police officer working goofy shifts. He can't make it." And at that time, you couldn't do anything on online, mm-hmm. so he actually had to go the two full days. That was kind of one thing that I was like, "But you're a police officer. If anyone is gonna under know how to, you know, that that's one thing I want to bring up. Like, why?" Do police officers and, uh, you know, some even, I would even say vets, you know, uh, people who served in the armed forces, why do they still have to take the hunter safety course? Because, you know, when I took it, 90% of it was about firearm safety. Sure. Who do you think is going to be the safest person with a firearm? Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that, you know, if you could, if you could, you know, do do me solid. I want to make a point, too, about what you just Help said. I would like to add something. But, mm-hmm. Neil, of course, you're the guest. Take it away. Well... <laughs> Uh, law enforcement officers, I, uh, I'm not sure, and that's a very good point, and I'll have to look into that. But veterans, if you are honorably discharged, you do not have to take the hunter safety course. Um, oh, okay. You actually can go online and take. You take it's called a self assessment exam. It takes like ten minutes, and they'll send you. A, they'll they'll send you a card. Or I, a I saw you know very I, cool. I very saw cool. absolutely nothing about that. Um, 
Maybe it was just I wasn't typing in the right words, but if I couldn't easily find that, Probably. how easily could these Absolutely. guys find it? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But 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 still, even with a, with a cop, I mean, spit you know, it out, Steve. It's just it's, it's I agree. Dumb. I agree. It's dumb. All right, Kurt. Add that. to what you wanted to add. Uh, what I was going to say, you made a good point with the hunter safety course. I would like to see a lot more added to the hunter safety course. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. you know firearm safety. Absolutely for people who, especially kids that are getting into it, um, that's really important. Uh, you need you need to keep all that in there, and mm-hmm. and it, it, even if it's you're burying the issue w- way more than it needs to be good because firearms you, you should be careful. But I would like to see a lot more of maybe education on the side of like technical stuff of hunting to get people to kind of be like, wow, if I really got into it, like this is what I could do out mm-hmm. of it. Like talk about um, you know you could do your initial safety parts, but then talk about maybe. Like an additional extension onto it, like um, tree stand safety, tree stand that, I mean, safety, awesome. um, yeah. deer management, yeah. um, education on whitetail, um, just how to read body movement of a whitetail deer, or just actually the the physical specifics of the animal Science. you're hunting, yeah. mm-hmm. scientific some, background of yeah, animals, some biology in there That's, about yeah. what you're going to. I still think, even though you're a police officer, a veteran, you ought to have an opportunity to take something online. But I still think you need to go through something. You, there's still a lot of hunter stuff. I would agree. What if you were a police yeah. officer and you never hunted and you decided, hey, I got a son now. I decide I want to hunt. Well, I haven't really learned anything about hunting. Nobody's ever taught me anything. You still should go through some portion of learning about hunting. Like well, we're talking. I would, I would agree. I would yeah. agree. And also you have to have that if you want to go out of state, too. You have to have your right. hunter safety yeah. course. So. Here's the thing, right. though. I hunter, maybe, hunter safety courses are fun. Yeah. I had a great time. Oh, I, had a I was also really mine. young. I did, yeah. too. But, uh, but to your point, Mark, I mean – Hunter safety is is like Steve said. It's it's about safety. It's about right. gun safety. And I think I, I do agree with you. I think more more stuff about um, mm-hmm. the actual biology and harvesting the animal should be included in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hunter safety, as we have it now, is about gun safety mm-hmm. and, yeah. and right. for sure and bow safety. And there's you know there's nobody that knows. Um, you know, aim and sight picture better than yeah. right. a law enforcement officer. Right. I remember Absolutely. we watched. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, and for sure. I agree. I agree. They should have an easier time to get through it, for sure, because yeah. they're so advanced compared yep. to most people. But, you know, there still it should be something be more, online. Is that what they still are? to go, or there should be something online right. or something. Well, sure. Is it still referred to as a hunter's safety course? That's yeah, uh, yeah. It, it should is. be a hunter's just, education course, is what you need. Well, to it, do. Should, yeah, be, it should be. They call it hunter education. Yeah, I just took it with my son here this last year. Mm hmm. Did, that had to have been fun watching him go through that. It was fun, and and uh, he, you know, he's the, he, he's just a, a brilliant kid, and he asked questions through the whole thing, and questions that I'm like, ooh, I don't know, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was asking teacher. That's yeah. good though. That's good. Yeah. A lot of it is common sense, but then do you get? Yeah. I don't care how old you go or how long you've been. They bring something up, like when I went through it with my son. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, so, you learn something. It's new good every review. Time you, go. you know, the, the videos are. If there's, I would any like to funding, teach them. Yeah, you I would really be interested in teaching classes. The videos, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, you guys be yeah. updated, man. You Nobody know. is getting in. Yeah. You ain't getting. Nobody yeah. is getting in a '78 Bronco. Hey, maybe yeah. that's what we can do. We can, yeah. working. This is the hunter safety or education course brought to you by the working class. Yeah, bar. what not to do? Daddy, that boy, that's that man up there has tattoos. Can he actually hunt with those? That shows Steve barely getting out of his car to walk to the stand. So the one thing my son left out of that hunter safety course is we're driving home and he's like, and and it just kind of passed over me at the time, but he's like, Dad, did you know that? Deer hair is hollow and they can float. Yeah, 
Yeah, a lot of and people. And I'm like, don't know. That. I did know that, but but yeah, I guess I didn't realize like, from your perspective. I didn't know like, that. That is yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, it is real cool. Actually, they're great swimmers. Yeah, they not all animals have hollow hair, but deer do, and they float good. Yeah. If you hunt near a river like I do, mm-hmm. you have oh, to yeah, drag them back right across, in. <laughs> yeah. You soon learn they float yeah. very well. Well, it's just like yeah. like uh, polar bears have hollow hair as yeah. well, and it's actually yeah. clear. That's yeah, what that's like. yeah. Hey, they don't float if there's a hole in them. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Neil, you know what? I want to go back a little bit to the void thing. I don't think yeah. we finished that up. Um, so you. Uh, propose this bill what is the procedure for whether it gets voted on whether it passed uh, what's the deadline i mean what's the next great point? how does that end that's a great question uh so yeah so i i uh i filed the bill and so next is it gets assigned by the assignments committee to the proper committee um and most likely this will go to um probably the judiciary committee because it's a legal uh, it's a legal aspect um and then uh, more than likely what's going to happen is it will get put into a subcommittee. Okay. Um, subcommittees are bills that are very, very controversial. It's a lot of work to try to get them out to the regular committee. If it gets out of there, it goes to the regular committee, voted on. If it passes out of there, goes to the floor. Um, and uh, if it passes, then it goes to the other chamber, goes through the same process. Okay. They have a chance to either change it by amending it, adding oh, yeah. something to it, taking something away. Right. If they do amend it, then it has to come back to yeah. the house of origin, <laughs> go through the same process. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's why it takes so long to get anything done. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and then I think if I'll, it passes there, it goes to the governor's desk and governor can sign so, it. And all these okay. people are paid along the way? What do you mean? Uh, like all the people who look at this, they were getting paid, right? Oh, yeah, they were. Well, they're all yeah. legislators. Huh, yeah. Gee, I wonder why Illinois broke. <laughs> yeah, it's a very confusing. <laughs> although, process. although uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know, um, and mm. and I totally agree with it, but we haven't been paid in nine months. Legislators have not been paid. Yeah, nine I remember months. you were telling me that. Really? I was yeah. like, yeah. And, and I tell you, it, it it really sucks. <laughs> oh yeah. But I totally agree with it. We don't have a budget. We're not doing our job. Yeah. Um and. You know, even though rank and file guys, uh, you know, don't have a whole lot of power or control to say we're doing a budget today and we're voting on it, um, that's not how things work. But nonetheless, we're all part of the you know the team that that does the job, and yeah. we're not doing it. So mm-hmm. I agree with it, and and like I said, it's it's tough, but um, I think it's the right thing. That right well, there shows how good of a person you are. Man. Yeah, really dedicated. Does. That is why sure. I moved back to Illinois. I left Iowa. To move back the night you won, I said I'm moving back to Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I texted you. It was weird too because like I was like you did text me. I was looking at I was watching you. It was like the celebration. I was like, you know, like we're we're watching it. And my dad told me he voted for you. And like this is like the, that was like the first year my dad ever didn't vote. You know, Democrat, right? And we're like going through. And I'm like watching it, and you know, um, uh, it was Mike Jacobs, uh, it was yeah. a Mike or Mark, Mike, Mike, who had been in office for like 24 years, and then here comes this slick, good-looking firefighter, and <laughs> I'm like watching. I'm talking to him because I was living with Devin, and he's like, "Oh, I heard Neil's a really good deal." I was like, yeah, my parents used to, or he live, he lives right behind my parents, and I'm sitting there watching it, and I end up doing something. I get back home, and I see your celebration. I was like, "That son of a bitch won." <laughs> what? Yeah, I, yeah. I, and I've told you this before, like, I, I, I didn't doubt you, but... It's Illinois. Dude, it was yeah. Illinois, and you were in the district that you're in, and the guy with the record like that, and I, I couldn't believe it. And so I texted you, and I was like, I swear, I'm, like, watching. I'm looking at you on your phone. There's everybody around. I get a text right back. I'm like, 
what? <laughs> You're just taking time for me. My lip quivered, and I looked, and I looked at a picture of Illinois, and I was like, soon I'll be back. <laughs> do you, awesome. Do you have a feeling for like your chances of that bill passing? Do you really know when you file something if you think something? No, gonna... you don't know, and and um, actually, uh, uh, several of the bills that I filed this year. Um, this is the first year I filed the, the, the repeal of the FOID card, but I have several other gun bills. One is um, to allow concealed carry. Thank you. Uh, to allow concealed carry in public on public transportation. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To allow concealed carry at public arrest areas, mm-hmm. which to me these are common sense bills. Like it's where oh, you'd want them most. Where, yeah, where are you going to get mugged? You're, right. Every public time arrest. I go to a, a arrest public. area. Yeah. <laughs> public. So, these, th- those two bills, for instance, were bills that I filed two years ago and went to a subcommittee, never got out. Okay. And so now that we just started a new general assembly, I took those bills and, and refiled them. Okay. So, you know, you, you just you keep trying. Yeah. Right. Know? And it's probably harder in Illinois because of the gun laws, or does that really not affect it? Well, because it's a broad. Yeah. Know, so committee. I, I don't want to. I don't get want to get really political here, but we have. Um, we have one party that that controls both chambers uh, of of uh, the legislature. This is the House and the Senate. Um, leadership in both those chambers are Democrats from Chicago. Mm. They do not um, they do not know anything about downstate Republicans or Democrats. Yeah. Well, because Mike Madigan right. hasn't been there very long, right? This is his first uh, term, right? Or... <laughs> yeah, he's they're, brand they're new. The... 44 years, he's, he's uh, just getting uh, wet behind the ears. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's as green as... Uh, what I want to do real quick... I don't know what's green. I don't eat green vegetables. Everyone in Facebook Live land can feel free to submit questions or anything yeah. like that. There's oh, one please thing... Do. Please there's do. one thing I want to... Uh, Steve Jennings, need to get the crossbow law passed. I don't know what he's talking about okay. specifically. Do you know right yeah. off the bat? Well, I have a couple crossbow bills. Um, one is to allow... Um, uh, allow you to hunt coyotes with a crossbow again a you can't do that already i know it's yeah. crazy so i can go out with my you know my 338 lapua yeah. and, and shoot coyotes <laughs> three miles and, out yeah and make pink mist but i can't shoot them with my crossbow Ridiculous. so that's that's one we're working on and uh, awesome. the other one is to allow um uh, a hunting season for crossbow for for all ages yeah I want. I want to. I want to discuss yeah. that. Yeah. I want to discuss that a little bit. Um, By the way, what does that mean? First of all, like, what is that specifically wanting? You know what I mean? Because typical bow season, we'll say roughly October first, always till January fifteenth ish. Yeah. yeah. So I'll say this: like most bills, what the 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 initial bill you usually file is usually not the final language. Right. It's usually the idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, most bills get negotiated and, and have one, two, three, four, five amendments put on it to uh, to make kind of all the interested parties happy. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be one of those bills. Right. Um, you know, the gun guys, the, the bow guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, DNR, they're all going to have a seat at the table when we negotiate this bill. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be... You know, the final product is not going to be, um, you know, cross guys that want to use crossbows get to hunt the same season, the same hours as, as bow hunters. Right, right. Um, that's not what I want. 
that's right. not what you guys want. That's that's really not what anybody wants. Mm-hmm. But again, we have a deadline to file bills, and you have to throw an idea out there, and, right. and that's kind of where we're going with that right, one for sure. So, um, if I can, I want to throw in kind of my idea on that, and I would I would assume that most bow hunters agree with kind of the main punch that I'm gonna I'm gonna say here, but they might have a different theory here or there that's gonna branch off of this. Um, I'm all for crossbows. Um, in moderation, because one, if you can only hunt the crossbow, at, you know, by all means, you have to do it, and I'm, I'm for that. It gets more people interested into it, and maybe, um, like my buddy Austin Chandler, kind of was like, think about it. People get in a crossbow hunting, they're like that. Well, then I want to get a compound bow. Um, I definitely don't think it should be the same season as regular archery mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. um, at all. Um, I feel like it should be later, but mo- a lot of hunters are like, wow, I didn't see anything this year. Like you said, you didn't get a deer this year. or didn't, I didn't see much this year. A lot of people didn't see a whole lot. It's like, yeah, you know, we all didn't see a lot, but then you want crossbow season to go. All, a lot of people I've talked yeah. to, I'd like to see it the same as archery season. Well, if you see crossbow season the same as regular archery season, mm-hmm. more deer are going to get shot because more people can pull a trigger like a gun and shoot mm-hmm. an arrow at 50, 60 mm-hmm. yards. People are going to take longer shots than normal. And that's just all that's going to do is people are going to shoot more deer. And then in the long run, if you made it the same, you're going to see less deer yeah. in the future. Um, I, I'm cool with like the later season after November, um, after second gun season or after muzzleloader season. That's all cool with me. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely anything before December, what is it? What's muzzleloader season? Like December, it's like Ugh. the third. Second weekend of December. Yeah. yeah. It's the week weekend after second shotgun yeah. season. Yeah. Um, Which is usually the second week of December. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's fine with me, but any earlier, I, I can't do it unless you can only hunt with a crossbow, you're disabled, or something like that. Or certain, um, if there's a season that we can make that's kind of has some, uh, I guess I don't really know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's. Like a specific couple of days because yeah, yeah. of this reason that makes it justifiable to where you can hunt with the crossbow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only because I feel like that's just better for the deer population. In my opinion, I'd like to see Illinois form their firearm seasons and their non-resident hunting molded exactly how I was doing. Yeah, it. and that's one thing um, we, we did want to bring up. Um, because if you look at the numbers and, uh, you know, we experienced electrical, electronic malfunction when we had... Um, so my laptop isn't here, but I had the numbers pulled up and... Every year you can go look at it. You know, you look at how many uh, deer are taken during um, d- during bow season and then how many are taken during firearm season. Mm-hmm. Well, firearm season, you know, shotgun season is like four days. Okay, and, you know, it could be the number well, attacked. first season. Yeah, well, like first season, yeah. Three, uh, what's it, three days and then Total it's uh, seven. seven days, yeah. yeah. Um, two weekends. First and second firearm season. Really? Yeah. So, you know, you look at how many critters are taken during that seven day period and if it's not as much as it's about more than what's taken during bow season um you know the the iowa numbers are always kind of kind of goofy but i think that maybe we should look at rearranging some of the firearm seasons if maybe you know for a couple years because I know a lot of you know a lot of guys, and that's how Illinois is going to make their money. So they're not going to want to back off that. Right. They're going to want to get paid, and they don't really care how many deer get whacked as long as they get paid. Well, guess what? You kill enough deer, you're not going to have enough any deer. So if we can maybe mold those seasons, maybe try it out for a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, try it out exactly like Iowa. 
or you know modify it a little bit maybe you know you're not killing maybe and then if you're killing a third of the animals think how many deer would be here and then people would get really interested You'd make in, more in, money in coming out, out of state mm-hmm. because if 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 I was going to go to a petting zoo and they had one goat and then the petting zoo across <laughs> the street had a goat llama ducks and a baby elephant? Where do you think I'm going to go? I lost you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to want to go street. where the critters are. But with Across Illinois, street. I believe a non-resident can buy a tag every year and kill a buck if you want to pay the money. And I would, mm-hmm. you yes. apply two yeah. years in your third year, you can draw and kill a buck. Yeah. But you yeah. can kill a I don't know that. I don't you know You can draw that an law. Iowa tag every three years, usually, I believe. A buck tag. But Illinois, uh, yeah, but Illinois tag. is every year. So well, there, the, there is a bill that's been put out there. I think Senator Fowler um, put it out there. Um, but I think it's the change, the shotgun season from splitting it up like three days at a time to one 10 day season. Here's my thing. I might be okay with that if it was not anywhere close to November. Yeah. Um, but you gotta, you gotta understand too, like the only reason you're saying this because of rut and everything, but you got we got to think about the shotgun hunters too. They're going to say absolute well, opposite. But, yeah, but well, thing, I think that's the thought process behind it, though. And I, I'm not I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't looked at the language in it or anything. But I think that was the purpose of the bill is to kind of change it up and and you know let the herd expand a little bit and right. calm them down. My my theory is like. I get what you're saying, Eric. You made a really good. You know, point what, you there. know what I'm saying though. Like yeah. we're, we're coming at this as bow hunters, but we got look but, but at look, everyone but, too. Yeah. You know? But what I said earlier is like all the hunters bitch and complain. I'm not seeing any deer. I'm not seeing any deer. And then I hunt my ass off from October 1st till November, right before first firearm season. And then my properties are shot after gun season because mm-hmm. yeah. oh, you got yeah. people shooting at everything. One, it's unsafe. Two, they're ki- shooting at anything that moves. Not all gun hunters, but in my area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have them all bitching, complaining about I don't see any deer. Da, da, da. Well, it's because you shoot everything, and then if for a few years, if we could sample it out, have a firearm season early and have a firearm season after November for a few years, there'd see a lot more deer and a lot more people would be satisfied. And they're going to the city. Like I'll tell you what, you remember where yeah. we, uh, you know, um, our neighbor because uh, when I grew up, Neil was uh, my alley neighbor. The house right across from us, uh, Jim and Kathy's house. Yep. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago. I'm doing work for my dad, unpaid, so, you know, feel your pain. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting there, it's like noon, and there's, all of a sudden this dog comes running out. I see deer running right in the middle of the, they were grazing in that yard. I couldn't see them because we put up that new fence, but it's just like. I don't know what point you're making, but. Because, uh, you know, they're moving, I, I think, this is my theory. They're moving to cities. Because they keep getting shot by shotguns, not bow. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Yeah, see, just... see the one <laughs> thing. Let Neil address that. Yeah, yeah, let's hear this. Yeah. So you you bring up you bring up an interesting point, and and to get down to the to the brass tacks of it, you talk about uh, you know a healthy herd and 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 the state of Illinois um, not caring about the number of tags they put out. Um, well, if that's the case, it doesn't matter what we change. Mm-hmm. They're going to issue, whether it's a 10-day season, whether it's three uh, or four three-day seasons, that's not going to change the number of tags issued. Yeah, well, um, tags yeah. issued is different than tags filled because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, in, in November you put – first shotgun season for the most part is right smack dab in the middle of the primetime rut, and that's – you know, 
which is great for deer harvest numbers, mm-hmm. which is what insurance companies want and everyone and hunters want. Sure. But it's also immature bucks are probably 80% of those deer is getting slaughtered. Um, I just think it would be better for the deer herd, better for hunters, better for just overall everything. It's It would be a complete benefit, and I'm not saying forever, just for maybe like three, two, two to five years, say, just try it out. If it works good, mm-hmm. you know, we could be like Iowa. It could be a destination, bringing money. People are applying, buying preference points, and then drawing that buck tag, and they're like, I drew my buck tag. They applied, built, spent money on their preference points. Then they'll go and spend money in Iowa to go kill that if deer yeah. if it was for non residents. Yeah. If it was more of a coveted tag like Iowa, you could raise the cost of the out-of-state license instead of just giving them and giving them. Right. My biggest two points on deer season is they have so many late-season doe harvests, yeah. and there's they're given too many. You need to limit how many archers or how many does archers can hunt. Kill. Darren Meyer yeah. brought that up. Yeah, Austin Chandler's going to love you right That's now. That's it. Because you're, if you're going to be killing all these does, who reproduces the deer herd? The does. So you cannot be killing all those does. There's yeah. some Facebook comments. Sorry, Neil, if we're no, no, no. Letting, <laughs> not letting you go here. Um, so there's a couple um, here. Uh, Darren Meyer, close the late doe seasons for firearm. Exactly. Um, Austin Chandler, amen. Ross Bigger's um, all about that. Yeah. And he's got a story That's about that. That's the biggest problem, in my opinion. Is you're killing too many does, and when you pregnant shoot them late season, too. they're pregnant. Yep. So you're killing yeah. two or three does every shot. The shotgun hunt season, I believe, should be shortened a little bit. Make it so even if it's seven days, make it later. Even if it's seven days in a row, one early, one late. Yeah, I don't even know if I like guns going off that early though, because really? that still spooks the deer and That's puts them nocturnal. That's true. Except youth, maybe youth seasons early. Youth shotgun, is fine because there's not so many. Mm-hmm. Because you got to look at it this way, shotgun hunters. Not all of them, but most of them are going to be pretty successful and get a shot at a deer because they're going to push. See, I would, that's what I want to bring up. Not is. everybody pushes, but a lot of when times get yeah. tough and it's yeah. the last Party couple hunting. days, they're pushing. Yep. So they're going to see deer. They're going to shoot at deer. They're probably going to be more successful. Us guys, the, the hardcore guys that hunt all year with a bow are going to sit and wait. We're going to be more selective. Mm-hmm. I'm hunted with farmers that, they hey, I'm busy picking, plowing. I don't have time. I want to go out and I want to shoot a deer on my weekend. So they push, boom, boom, boom. They shoot four or five deer. And they shoot you know, whatever. I mean, I I've and they shoot it. everything, and then they're done hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's the doe problem, and the shotgun hunters are going to see their deer anyway. They're going to push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think it needs to go ten days straight. I know you know so, different states do. So that, let me but. let me play devil devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the scientists that work at at Illinois DNR. Mm-hmm. They put forth bills every year for different legislators to carry um, because they have these ideas and they can only be changed through statute. Why are the why are the Illinois DNR guys not suggesting this? Yeah, you know. And again, I'm I'm I'm. It's not that I disagree with you guys. No, I, I'm but following you. Playing devil's advocate and, and knowing, I mean, that's what these guys are hired to do. They're they're scientists, yeah. and their only concern is a healthy herd. They're they're getting paid uh, to be to do what they do. Yeah, and they don't care what seasons are. Their job is to just say. We want to make sure that there's a healthy herd out there. Well, I, right. well, and pushing deer and everything—that's so hard on the herd. I mean, it's stressful. Yeah. I also and, think and it's we're dangerous. In, well, I also and, think we're in the beginning stages of this, and I think hardcore bow hunters are realizing it way before gun hunters and even 
Oh, for sure. And for sure. There might be an argument here. I would say even way before DNR, because DNR doesn't get to be, well, they get to be out there, but they don't get to bow hunt and be in there undisturbed like some bow hunters mm-hmm. might be. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In there quietly, naturally, like how the deer's environment is concerned, naturally. Um, so I think bow hunters, and I feel like this is a relatively new um, argument or subject within the last two to three years maybe oh absolutely um, i mean this year is a perfect example as you know again i was playing devil's advocate but I, I i deer hunt every year and numbers are down this year right i don't care what they say yeah. right, right you know the numbers yeah. were down this year yeah it's so, definitely it's obvious you know i um i have an idea that i i, I want to bring up and oh boy <clears throat> it's not uh, it's an idea that have, <laughs> there's some great stuff coming in on facebook live right now so steve whatever dumb you're gonna dumb thing you're gonna say say it and then well, we'll yeah to- here's I, well because i got an idea you know because um neil's like yeah I'd say I, yeah it. <laughs> here's here's what i want um and here's here's what i propose and uh you know because we are looking out for us being you know better hunters you know more ethical things i think that it's probably not too bad of an idea to have a random shot proficiency. Uh, you know, archers, gun hunters, and everyone. Because how many times when you go to renew your driver's license, where they're like, well, you got to take a driving test. You know, and you have to prove that you can drive because driving's a privilege, not a right. You know, if you think about that, hunting is really a privilege, not a right, as far as the government's concerned. I think it should just be a right, but... That being said, you know, uh, I don't... How, That's I, tough I don't, to enforce, I think. I don't think terrible, it would be, yeah. But you spend a lot if of money you can't... Well, it's here's not a bad thing. idea. Yeah, but it's here's just, the thing. But you raise, you raise some prices on... Uh, let's say you can raise, raise them on the out-of-state gun tax by $3. $3. And you could even throw on $0.75. Cents. You, if you raise the price of a hunting license $0.75 cents for every license... To help fund this, number one, it'll keep the DNR employed. They just raise the prices of tags and all that. Yeah, well, what's one more raise? Fifty cents. Property tax. Yeah, and then you'll be bitching when it's seventeen bucks for a turkey tag. Hey, I'm saying, man, property tax are going up. Why not do this? But what I'm what I'm suggesting is to keep the DNR guys going because they'll be the ones who you know are out there. It's like, hey, you got to show up at this date. You know, you got to be able to prove that you can shoot whatever you. You know, if you, if you're gonna buy gun tags, you're gonna buy archery tags. Yeah, you have that, to prove that you can shoot. That's so hard to enforce because if I yeah. go through the hunter safety course mm-hmm. and I have a hunting license, and now you're saying, "Oh, I I got to take time out of my day now to go prove mm-hmm. to right. I got to go prove that I could shoot, shoot yeah. to to already have what I have in my hunting license." Yeah, I travel for work too, so think okay, I'm in Arizona for work and I can't make it there. What do they take away from me? One clear, well, what, one, what happens? One, what, what happens when you go to the DNR and they say you got to take a driving test? What are you gonna say? I don't got time for this. One quick question though: When you guys Steve's took point is a, it's a little different. You're on the road with millions of people instead of sitting. In when you guys took hunter safety I mean, courses, do you guys get to go out and shoot guns? I didn't have yeah, to. Yeah, you shoot like two shots. Yeah, you shoot a couple. Clear I didn't on mine. Okay. I think that it would cost the state of Illinois a lot of money to provide all that. Okay, we're going to set up this place where you're going to come and shoot and prove it'd be too shoot. much. We're going to have police officers. We're going to have DNR yeah. people there. We're going to promote it on the website. We're going to pr- produce paperwork. To it'd be a lot of money. Just, I'm on the government side on this yeah, one, Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Neil's like, yep, sorry, bud. Neil just gave like the like just, the nicest look without saying anything into the mic. He was just like, okay, all right, side with the government. See, I now just, you I, guys I, know. 
All you guys are all government fans. Have fun with that. I guess if I got a great question. If you're going to pass a law like, <laughs> hey, let's stop issuing so many late season doe tags. Let's do something. Um, how much does the uh, the DNR have to do with that as far as the Illinois State Police? If you want to pass a bill that says, hey, let's make the season this and that, do they have a lot of pull? Do they have a lot of say? Or is that something they file or you file and to get something changed and they really just have to follow yeah. the rule that gets changed? Or well, it can, it can go either way. Um, but uh, when, it, when it comes to that, they can either suggest it and they can give it to a legislator. Like They can come to me and they're like, Hey Neil, we got this idea. We want you to carry this bill, and I'll say you know, yay or nay. Mm-hmm. Um, or it can just come from a legislator, you know, I see. Okay. and they could put it forward. And DNR will either um, support it, be neutral, or oppose it. Okay. Hey, there's some so, Facebook Live stuff coming yeah, in. I want to address um, Dustin Speck, um, good guy. We just had him on the show. Um, unfortunately, we'll never be like Iowa because we don't have uh, hardly any public land to draw non-residents. Good point. Ooh, and I say yeah. this all the time. Mo- I mean, moving, yeah. moving right along. This one, I can 100% agree with this, and I feel like this definitely. Preach, Kurt. Preach. preach. I'm, I'm not preaching. The people are preaching here. Take us to church. Um, Darren uh, Meyer and uh, Scott Smith and uh, Tony Osborne. Bring back check stations. Problem solved. Check stations help curb poachers. Internet and phone check-in is way too easy to fib. Uh-huh. Um, people on here are agreeing with that. I I think that's would be again, awesome. You got to pay more that's, people and you got to do all that stuff. Yeah, you know, that's more exactly money. right. So I mean, right now we're we're obviously in a budget crisis. Illinois is uh, you know way behind on paying our bills. Uh, right. And, and actually, DNR officers, we we actually just found out here not too long ago. That they are going to have another class. Uh, oh, they are good. Yeah. Okay. Good. So we're good there, but we're still way behind on on manpower. Um, mm-hmm. Just bring sure. in the Indiana DNR officers. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We did it well, with uh, our Chris, so, Chris I, Rogers just said I disagree. Um, it's it's just as easy to I drive right by a check station that. as it is to fib on a on a tele check in. I was just or just not call that. it in at all. The it's, most oh, people, that's true as well. Yeah, most people that are doing that are just going to sneak that deer home anyway. If you're that dirty, yeah. I think. I yeah. mean, yeah, oh, if yeah. you got to travel a long way. And you don't put a tag on your deer; it is more dangerous. But hunting boils down to ethics. It how does. ethical and honest, yeah, and how good of a person you are, yeah, you know, that's sure. what it is. Right. Yeah. And I hope, Neil, you don't feel like we're attacking you at all. Absolutely not. No, this about. is uh, you know, I believe in representative government. That's why I do these things a lot of the time, not only to have fun and talk to you guys, but to hear this feedback. I mean, right. that's that's important. So, right. and, and I feel like that yeah. says a lot about who you are as a person and your character and just everything that you're here drinking. Uh, Bush lattes with us and uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> now, it's good mother's stuff. milk, as I like to you say, yeah, Bush lattes. Now, Neil, I do want to propose because uh, everything I've milk. everything I've said was been a hit and miss. But I sent this to you, and you're like, Most of I miss. like that. I want you to call this Stevens Law. Okay, it's oh my, where's because, this going to go? Because it happened when you when you introduced the the Bobcat, um, Bill, and mm-hmm. you were talking and. Um, I saw that uh, you know a bunch of anti hunters oh. were purchasing tags. Yeah. yeah. So I think that if you're an anti hunter and you're purchasing tags, that is a bit because not only are like the reason why we have a hunting season is to help the population. Yep. So as an anti hunter, you're saying I'm buying these tags to help the bobcats, and not only are you you're hurting the herd, right? 
Because you're not allowing you know us to. You're buying unfilled tags, is what you're doing. And you're buying yeah. unfilled tags, and uh, anyone caught buying tags with the sole purpose so that no one else can buy those tags, five hundred dollar fine going straight to the DNR. You can't prove I, it. There's, I actually. Yes, I, you can. Believe it or not, Steve. I actually sat in my office three weeks ago with the director of DNR, Wayne Rosenthal. And I brought this up to nice. him. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Steve like scored for once. I like this one. Boom. Yeah. Finally. And he said, Neil, how do we enforce it? Yeah. yeah. yeah Steve yeah. wins. Well, this is the about, highlight of my life. This, this is what I thought about because I thought about this a lot too. How, can you, you have to prove that you have bought a hunting license for a number of years. Yeah, check their you, Facebook. You have to prove that you've checked in a whitetail over the phone within the last five or any years. Any animal. You've had, you know what I mean. You've had to have pass a hunter safety course at some point in your life. You can't just go to Walmart and buy a hunting license and then apply for this tag just to do what they're doing. There's got to be some right. kind of way. I see your point. That somebody can come up with that they should be able to. Yeah, but they have to have the hunter safety course to get a hunting license, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you're born by a certain date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, these, yeah. You yeah, get a bunch you of you get a bunch of you know older, older people. Older yeah. folks. What's what's the were you grandfathered in or not? Yeah. Yeah. You were. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't have to, but my son did. But I still took it. Right. Because okay. I took it when I was 13 years old, so I was young, so right. I had to. Did they even have hunting seasons back then? Yeah, a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> not not gun bow. Yeah, not gun it was bow. Air slingshot. Bow. <laughs> catching woolly mammoths in holes and dropping big boulders on them. <laughs> Spears, longbows. Mark's like, oh, it's woolly mammoth. Yeah. Right? Time to get the rocks sharpened it's, up. It's knife season. Yeah. <laughs> we used to be able to use snares, man. <laughs> Mark mounted the first saber-toothed tiger in existence. <laughs> so you don't think there's any possible way that they could pre-screen I, something like that? I, I had a long conversation with uh, Director Rosenthal about this, and and I think there is there is room um, to maybe figure out something. But uh, I guess I'm open for to suggestions. And there's a fine line, be- you know, between doing what you're saying and profiling. Yeah. Yeah. Right? right, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, oh, and- I, I, as a conservative, I'm a. I, my biggest concern is is individual liberties. Right, I right? get you. I'm the same. So way. coming, uh, you know, when somebody goes to buy a tag and they're like, "Oh, well, we're going to research your, you know, your background." Yeah. Bull crap. Well, see, right. The, you well, know, I, I agree yeah. with that, but they they do that with if you want to buy. Well, a see, gun, don't uh-huh. don't you, want, you know? And I'm I'm a hundred percent. You're I'm a hundred percent with yeah, yeah. you on that. Don't quote me on this, but I think the way Iowa works is if you have a fur bearer's tag or license, yeah, you can shoot a bobcat. But it has to be in only certain counties you can shoot bobcats. Right, and it's the same in Illinois. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you had to buy a bobcat tag. Well, you have to buy a tag, but it's the the county. Uh, what county has tags available? Is determined by DNR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't think we have to have a tag. I think you it's have just to a buy, fur license. You have to buy a. But bob don't quote cat. me on that because I'm not really yeah. sure. No, you could be. Very you right. have to buy a bobcat permit, and then if you're Five successful, bucks. yeah, then within 48 hours you have to buy a sights tag. So you basically got to pay for that too, I believe, and they ship yeah. that to you, and then you tag the animal. Yeah. So, yeah. do you um, have any idea if they're gonna up the amount? Compared you know, to last I, year? actually, I, I talked to the director about that as well. I think there was like 170 bobcats taken yeah. this year. Yeah, 
Um, I think it's 179. 140, 141. Yeah, it was somewhere. Yeah, it wasn't the full 500. I just looked the other day because I was curious because it was like 6,400 people that applied and only 500 permits. Yeah, no, it was 171. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. But he told me that there were bobcat sightings in every county in the state of Illinois. Yeah, I've heard of people. They're coming back thick, though, the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, we And that's the reason reason we passed the law last year was, you know, we, we don't want. Bobcats to turn into what we have with coyotes and they're running oh, down yeah. the streets of Chicago. Right. Yeah. Sure. Oh, and for sure. By the way, my uh, name is spelled with a PH and not a V. Yeah. Or Stevens. So, yeah, when Stevens Law comes <laughs> gotcha. in, I just, I just want you, <laughs> gotcha. just want you to make sure. Take a mental note of that, Neil. You said you cover parts. It's going to be called Neil's Law. <laughs> but you don't cover parts of Geneseo, right? Right, just in your district. Kelowna is the only part of Henry okay. County okay. I have. Yeah, okay. I was just curious. Oh, he's just out of your uh, voting yeah, range. Real close. Yeah, because I remember when well, I voted. I was that's the conservative for... area over yeah. there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not in my district. I know. I was looking for your name when I voted, and I was like, "Come on, man!" Should have wrote him in. <laughs> wrote his name at the bottom. Wrote him in. <laughs> yeah. Wherever it said R, I checked the box. Not yeah. D. Not D. It's, a, it's you know, hey man, I you know I. I'll vote for you the next time you run. I'm sure my uh, my dead grandfather's not going to vote for you. He'll vote for the other party. <laughs> right, right. Well, Sherrard <laughs> is. you can do. Sherrard's out. Sherrard is out. Right, we're just yeah. right out, just yeah. on yeah. the line. Rock Island County. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that you can make a difference on, on a state level. You're going to be moving, though, right? I'll be with Mercer County. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. He's got to stay Mercer Well, we all know I'm out, so that ain't going to matter. Enjoy your balanced budgets over there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll stay over I there. Believe, you don't have to worry about a, me. Is there a way you can pass a law to make Chicago a different state? All in you know, if, if, if I had to poll the most frequently asked question, that would, that would be, be it. it. Oh, yeah. That would be it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. can we get like a bunch of like uh, American-made bulldozers just push it into the lake? Yeah. yeah no kidding. Yeah. No, because no they've got Portillo's up there, which I hear is good. Portillo's <laughs> is not that good. No, not, it's not, not, not good enough to the whole you. city. You know what we could do? Doze the whole city and plant trees, and we could have like the biggest go. county. Oh, big hunting refuge there. Yeah, right. Then you could yeah. have the public ground over here then, like we do in Iowa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be terrible up there because like you know my uh, it's gotta be terrible. My old lady's <laughs> parents live like um, they're right on the uh, border of it's like Cook and Lake County. So if you're right through the middle of the city, so if you're gonna rob a gas station, you might as well rob the one in Lake County because they're the same people that'd rather drink a cup of Starbucks coffee over Black Rifle Coffee <laughs> Company. Am I right, Steve? Oh. Am I right? I gotta get they, some of that. By the way, hey, we got some. We'll get hey, you we a sample. Yeah, we yeah. got you some. It's real. I good. love their commercials. By yeah, the way. yeah, we they're got hilarious. some. I'll do some. There's a little flavor I like to call caffeinated as fuck. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, it's, it's <laughs> actually, you know what the best one is? Is the espresso? The espresso is like my my old dude. Uh, anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, but there is like so many, uh, so many wildlife. Uh, it's like I, I don't think they're wildlife; they're forest preserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you drive through, and you're still in the suburbs. Like this is outside, so this is um, it's it's in Barrington, and uh, you know, you just drive through, and we're like driving around. It's like, dude, I bet there's some monsters in there. Yeah. And it's just like you're so close to the city, and you're just like, but you can't go in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's cool that they do that. What was that? There was like a nearly 200 inch deer, maybe over. Did you see the videos on Facebook of this buck in, no. uh, in the suburbs area of Chicago? I don't know yeah. how close. Just monster, non typical buck that people were getting photos of it and videos from the interstate. 
and I guess people were like running this deer down, like wearing it thin, and I I, I don't know if it ended up dying. Were they just harassing it or what? Yeah, harassing it, trying to get it sheds, and mm. uh, it was la- I don't know if it was last year's about this time. Um, yeah, it's terrible. Just, yeah, just crazy. Yeah, but it's a uh, I don't know. Neil, where have we taken this? Like, where do you want to go with this episode yeah, let, right let, now? Let's, let's, I want you to be satisfied with can, this. So. Want, I'm, I'm always satisfied we, talking with you guys, having a good time. Actually, the Facebook Live thing is awesome. You like, would you, you like, like to have a pseudo sue? It's an Iowa beer, but I could probably lose <laughs> my way. You should have a pseudo sue. I want to see. I, I could give up a pseudo a pseudo sue for you, but I have to leave to go. I don't grab even know what that yeah. is, and it's from Iowa. It's delicious. It is an it is the we best could, IPA that I've we ever could drank. Take this is to a worse place and talk about CWD. That's a good uh, point. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be another hour, ain't it? Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. about three and a half hours now, of discussion. Can I, can I ask a question? And and you may not know, you may not have heard this, but I'm starting to hear on the hunting shows that some of the guys are saying that CWD is a political disease. Mm-hmm. They get money from the state to study this disease, and it's completely overrated. It's been around since the 40s, whatever, maybe even before that, where it was first discovered. Um, the DNR putting the sharpshooters out there pissed off a lot of us hunters. Let us go hunt them. You know, they can bait them and then shoot them with a rifle and then go cut their heads off and test a hundred of them, and one of them has CWD. I mean, I've watched videos out west where they purposely move elk to relocate them from, you know, to for you know more elk to put more elk in one area for hunting seasons and things like that and they're well aware of the fact that these elk that they're transferring may have CWD they can't do anything about it but they are used to working with it and don't freak out as much as Illinois you got any feelings about the baiting and and if it's a political disease have you heard any of that as far as to be honest with you I've not heard any of that but really? that's interesting yeah. I, I I want to know more about it yeah. if you yeah. ask uh, Corey uh, Ruark um, from uh, he does uh, what, wild oak whitetails. He uh, collects deer urine, and he he has he, he has a deer, deer farm, urine. and he says no deer has ever died from CWD. It's a pretty you you make a statement like that, you better be able to back it up. Yeah. And he says he's got the proof that he's like, dude, it it's not. It I need opinions from Facebook land on chronic yeah, Facebook, disease. Let's hear this. I, I got a, I, I read a story one time where there was a deer farm a little bit out west somewhere. They had a double fence. There was like 40 yards between the two fences, and they brought deer in. They raised these deer. They never had CWD. They never took deer in and back out or in and back out, never brought in new animals. CWD got in there anyway. Mm. So is it something, like they say, that might be in the urine, it might be in the ground, it might be in the water, it might have run in there during a rain, it could be airborne? Because, see, they're always saying that it's if they trade saliva, your chances could go up to right. get the disease. Yeah, right. So these deer that have never been in and out, and they've never brought a deer in with CD, CWD, right. how did this disease get through a double fence when no deer were ever brought in and out? Oh, How, it's easy. It's something that's just nature. I, I talked to a DNR officer that comes and checks my taxidermy business, and I told her, I said, well, when you guys have these sharpshooters and you pay them all this money to come shoot them and test them and stuff like that, I said, basically, you, if you want to, you're playing God. You you want to control what's something that you cannot really control. Yes, if the herd all of a sudden goes to hell and they all die. 
hunters are going to be pissed saying, DNR, why didn't you do anything? So, I mean, it's kind right, of a double-edged it's, it's sword. Not, it's not taking over everything like they say it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah. completely it's, overreacting. Dustin think, Speck chimed in Facebook Live oh, said, uh, the deer urine guys, he used the word full of crap, but in my head he's saying that deer urine guys full of shit. So he, he thinks... CWD is a real disease. You said you mm. haven't heard much about it, and we we're not as far as the political aspect. Political no. aspect, yeah, of, yeah, right? No. Right. Yeah. And I don't know much about chronic wasting yeah. disease, and I don't claim to know a lot about yeah. it. I would. That's something. If I could find a reliable source to learn about it, yeah. it's probably the same aspect you're in, Neil. Is especially being on the uh, the government side of things. Is it <laughs> as the government? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. government. You but know where what? do you find the source that's correct? Because yeah, it's you uh, find a Because he knows. Right. He knows. But I know. I know where CWD comes in. You're the government. You know. It's aliens. You've heard of cow mutilations. It's chemtrails. Yeah, Yeah, it's chemtrails. You've heard of cow mutilations. So these aliens are these big bucks that are getting abducted. The earth is flat. That's what causes chronic tracing disease. That's why when you see UFOs take off, they don't go go around the curvature of the earth. I'm I'm on the same page with Dustin. I believe it's a true disease. Obviously, like the blue tongue. Oh, for sure. It's it's definitely out there. EHD also. Keep thinking that sheep. I don't think that it's something that you can control that much. Well, what the is, deer herd is, but been, I don't think it's having a big as big effect on the deer herd as people think it is. I, I sure. Well, yeah, let me, the, let me the, throw the, this in here, the, guys. The people who say that chronic wasting disease is like they're like, I kill fifty bucks in thirty nine does a year on my property, and I ain't seen nothing the past four years. Chronic wasting disease well, in the sharpshooters. Scott Smith just said we did some testing at the shop this year. Scott Smith from Smith's yeah. Meat, yeah. Custom yeah. Meats and Deer Processing. Tell us Scott. about that, Scott. But th- the thing is, it's like let me throw a stick in all of our spokes here right now. All right. I'm, I'm gonna, I I'm, gonna that I'm really gonna check all of us in place. What does CWD or EHD stand for? Chronic, Chronic wasting disease, epizoological hemorrhagical disorder is EHD. Did you make that up? Epizoological hemorrhagic hemorrhagic. Yeah, there hemorrhagic, you go. Yeah. yeah. So thank I, God someone in here. Has I know. An I don't even know what that. Those words are way <laughs> yeah, too big yeah, for me. Yeah. Dude, those diseases right come from neutron Spun- nine spongy form. That's why they're abbreviated. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. All right. So, so what did what did uh, he say about the testing um, they did? He hasn't the responded he hasn't yet. yet. Um, okay. But it's it's interesting and uh, way above any of our ed- education. It's probably my son's deer. Yeah. There's a oh, testing yeah. <laughs> facility in Galesburg, Illinois. I have taken some really? fallow deer up there to get their heads tested before for a fallow deer farmer I knew in Geneseo. So I mean, I, mean, I believe that it's something that's obviously out there. And, sure. And I agree yeah. that they could transfer it more through saliva. But mm-hmm. I also think that over the years, the whitetail herd is going to limit itself to what it needs to be it's mm-hmm. been doing you right. know like they say if 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 you're if you have too many deer per acre some will get uh diseases and die or does won't have triplets they'll start mm-hmm. having single you know fawns. or you get the cross so breeding there's a natural like process that. between yeah, for sure shit that happens in hunters and all that it's kind of yeah yeah, yeah I, I would say to a certain hey, point let, let me um you know since, since we're talking about uh, diseases that happen to animals that are naturally like, here. Yeah. Is there is Try there any plans on the table um, to like? I've seen a bunch of states doing it where they're introducing like elk and things to there. Is it, has that ever been proposed? Like bring elk back to like southern Illinois or not that I've heard. The only thing is is uh, different kinds of of birds uh, of of fowl. Yeah. Um, 
I know the really chuckers, um, different quail. They've been trying to reintroduce. Yeah. What about uh, what's the uh, I, I'm drawing, the northern birds? Hungarian partridge? No, the um, <laughs> northern bird geese. No, they're like a ground bird. Grouse? Grouse. Oh, grouse. 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 Yeah. Is there ever grouse in Illinois? I wonder. That'd be a cool bird to bring back. That I don't know. It's more in the prairies out west as far as I know. But um, Scott Smith input. Um, we were trained by a DNR biologist to take brain, stem, and lymph, lymph, nodes. lymph node samples lymph nodes, yeah. only on deer via the hunter's permission. Right. Because you have to cut in there and you can mess up the cape and stuff like that. Right, right. Okay, mm. interesting. Yeah, we need to get a, um, a biologist. A biologist and, yeah. and a do you DNR have the, officer. Do you have the hookup on some biologists? Uh, I can find. I can find some. Well, I have an idea. You can find yeah. everybody. I have an idea oh, for a podcast. Right. Neil, you come back in. We'll get a biologist and a DNR officer, yeah. and we'll just. Oh man! Yeah, we'll form <laughs> legislation. I've got. Oh, yeah. I've got a retired. I've got a retired DNR officer ready to <laughs> hey, go. We'll have like a four-hour-long podcast <laughs> of us just yelling. You better yeah. get here at oh, six like in the it. morning on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it will, it'll be just in time for breakfast. That, that'd be a. That would be a really, really interesting, uh, interesting episode because it, it's like you said. You know how. Um, how you'll try and put things forward, and like how the scientists will, but yet it just it you know it, it seems like it falls on, on on deaf ears a lot of times. I just you know as hunters, we just want to be able to, and you have a kid. We want to be able to pass along. No, we want to be able to pass along what we enjoy, mm-hmm. and we want the critters to be there too. Sure. So we're only really looking out, like, you know, we, we give shotgun hunters a rough time just because that's what we do. But at the same time, you know, we really need to look at, um, you know, what we do as hunters. There's no specific, you know, you if you want, you can shoot as many does as you really want. I mean, you know, we just need to limit it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people get mad. Well, it's like, well, you can't tell me how many deer I can and can't shoot. It's like, yeah, but... And I, I hate to bring the it's government, but like it's for the deer herd. It's for the deer herd, and I and I'm so far against the government telling me what I can and can't do. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, this guy over here, man, and that's like the least conservative thing I could ever say. But what's a what's a hunter to do? At, at, well, what do you, you know? again? Once again, what's your guys' doe tag limit over here? Like, I have no idea. None with what? archery. You can shoot. As, oh, you can keep limit. going by over the counter doe tags. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh seriously? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you like, meant for the entire state is what I thought. No, you no, 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 no. Like per person, per person. Right, yeah. right. See, like Iowa, it is like in say Scott County, archery season. You can there's only like 224 doe tags you can buy. Once they're gone, they're gone. You can't shoot any more does. That's Other than that, you have an any uh, any sex tag, just one. Right. And then shotgun, see, you know, and that's that's every season is 200 some tags. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You need to so do something. So every county, they go out like and do that. a test, how many does per, and then they shoot out a number before a season. Right. And it's that yeah. many tags for each county. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it shouldn't be that limit. I mean, th- I think like one or two does a year is what? absolutely fine. Well, well that's depends. insane that you guys can shoot depends. as many as you want. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. That's terrible. You can only kill two bucks either, no matter how you do it, gun, bow, two with a bow, one with a gun or whatever. And then See, you and that's different us, from you us can, then, You can too. only get so many gun tags for does, mm-hmm. but you can buy as many archery tags as you want. You know, at the end of the day, we all sit here and can complain about how many 
deer are getting killed and we're taking too many. Well, you, it, it, at some point, it's got to fall on the hunter because right, right. the DNR is not pulling the trigger. We are. Well, that, so that, if we want to leap more deer in the herd, we need to stop shooting so many. Right. But it's not everybody feels the same way we do. Exactly. They should teach us exactly. in public schools. I that goes guys, back to my point of continue <laughs> expanding the education of hunters yeah. in yeah. public schools. Here's I, what I want to do. We Neil has not got to talk for a long yeah, time. Sorry, Neil. That's true. <laughs> we get fired up. He, he flatlined there for a second. What, the what's something that you want to, want to discuss or bring up that we haven't got to cover, or is there? Are you just content listening to us yell at each other, <laughs> dude? He listens to Chicago Democrats yell dumb stuff all the time, man. <laughs> it's probably easy for him. No, no, I well. No, I, I think the the discussion we've had is 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 very good, and um, I I think it's just important to keep in mind that um, as as much stuff as we debate here, um, we still live in a pretty awesome place. Yeah, that absolutely. allows us the opportunity to hunt, and um, um, we just gotta we we gotta keep focus on that to make sure that we we have that as as hunters for our kids for our grandkids. Um, for and sure. Whatever you think that is is proper as an individual, um, that we we do that. For sure. Yeah, yeah definitely agree. agree. Very good. It's when, um, it's easy to like kind of pick things apart to where it might seem like because like when I make my crossbow point, like I'm not being negative towards any hunter at all. Like we we're all in the same family. We all have common interests. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. There's just different things to consider for the deer herd as a whole. Not and the hunting the hunters as a group is one big family. Yeah, and absolutely we are we are a family and need to stick together because honestly it's you hunt or you don't hunt. And I don't want to say just because you don't hunt you're an anti hunter, but it, we're more powerful as a family and, and a brother and sisterhood as hunters and and to talk about and basically we just, just all need to stick together. Yeah, what's we need that, to stick together yeah, and. and no matter what you hunt with, if you only shotgun hunt, you're still part of the family. Yep. And, and it's uh, there's just different things that need to be discussed within yeah. the family. Is really it is. It's working out fa- little small family tiny issues that we have. Yep, and, exactly. Uh, so let's talk about air bows. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Neil, we're not going there. Neil, you know what's funny, man? The last podcast we did, you brought up air bows. And, yeah. and I don't know. I learned my lesson. I don't talk about it <laughs> I don't know if I went on a tangent. I didn't mean to, like. Church blood pressure just went up. I heard somebody, like, there was some guy talking to me. He goes, uh, you know, because I mentioned that you'd be on the podcast. He goes, Oh, I hope uh, he doesn't bring up airbows again. Kurt, uh, <laughs> Kurt got a little hot under the collar with that last one. I was like, uh, you know, if people hear that, and if, if I, I didn't mean to come off hot, no, I, yeah, if, if like that's didn't. the first podcast you listen to, and like I just heard Kurt, like I let Kurt go do his thing because I'm like, oh yeah, and, and I I know Kurt on a really personal level, and I know when he's going off, people are gonna think like. This dude's going crazy. I'm just like, man, that's just how Kurt is, man. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he doesn't like this idea. And Steve was he's thinking just expressing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, it was no big deal to me, but everybody's like, man, Kurt really went off on that air, bro. I was like, you really yeah. think so? Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't, think, I didn't so. take it that I way. Think. I mean, you're passionate about it. That's uh Right. I get it. We got we had some emails after that, and then it was uh <laughs> Hey man, you know, I I appreciate you, you. You stuck to your point, man. Like I can tell you, the same thing. Like you're passionate. Like you, yeah. you don't want to see that involved in archery season. And mm-hmm. I think most people understand that. And I just saw that. Uh, I think Pennsylvania. 
Just yeah. added it. I don't know yes. where they add like that more. Yeah. yeah, I don't they know where it, shooting Sundays. It, I, I've learned a little more on it. I haven't done a lot of research. Honestly, I don't fucking care. But um, from what I've seen... <laughs> here we go. Here oh we go. Boy, here it is here we go. Here. That airbow can go... Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, here uh, we go. It actually, from the titles I've read on articles that I didn't read... Um, <laughs> yeah, they're the boy. They're the boy. <laughs> Fake news. The best way to put that. Hey, you read it on CNN? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Yeah. I didn't read the article. I read the title. Right. Um, apparently, it's efficient, but I still think it's ridiculous. Yeah, okay. I want to shoot one. That's <clears throat> hey, for sure. Hey, here's the thing. I'm not against fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I hey, I think it'd be a hell of a time. Yeah. You know, let's let's try to light off some tannerite with an airbow. Yeah. I'll go with you. I'll bring oh, yeah. a pseudo suit too. But I just don't think it's the best it's, thing for hunting. If it's, legal, yeah. if it's legal and it has the same kinetic energy that it takes to kill a white tail, leave it right along with uh, crossbow season. You get one day, the last day of season yeah. when it's negative fifteen. And after, <laughs> after after antlerless season is completely done, that needs to go. That absolutely needs to just it, be demolished. If you like the arrow that much, show me how much yeah. you like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. No, what I really wanted to bring up, I just wanted to do that as a rib. Uh, Neil Anderson, the best question I could ask you: mm-hmm. What bow are you going to be shooting this year? Oh. Uh, I need to get a new one. I have a, a I have a Pearson. A Ben Pearson? Yeah. Yep. Classic. Yep. Yeah. A Ben Lord. Pearson? Yeah, I know. I'm just Man, he is working on an it's Illinois It's been around forever. I'm being funny. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, my hit him co- with some rapid fire. My, my, oh, cousin, okay. my cousin is a huge bow hunter. That's all he does is bow hunts. He lives in, uh, in northeast Nebraska. And... Um, all he shoots is Hoyt, and he's like, he's like, you gotta buy a Hoyt, you gotta buy a Hoyt. And I got another buddy on the fire department. He's a Matthews guy. He's like, you gotta buy. A Matthews. <laughs> We're gonna take. You and to- I'm like, well, I can't afford a Matthews, so maybe I'll talk yeah. to my cousin. We're gonna take you down to 164 Outdoors, and you're gonna shoot some elites. And Ross is gonna set you up. You're gonna fall in love with the man. Great, great, great guy. But here, here's the advice. The best advice we can give you when we talk about where the bow hunting family oh, is. Yeah. You cannot go wrong with any bow now on the market. No, no. You know, if you go to like uh, yeah. Gander Mountains, close them, so you probably get a deal. Yeah, you might get a smoking deal. <laughs> but, uh, bow I was just in there. They are they s- really close? Yeah. yeah, they're filing Chapter Eleven next month. No kidding, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I oh, once again, I didn't read the article. I read the title. Oh, I, I saw yeah. they're closing. Yeah. Um, but I was terrible. just in Gander like a couple days ago. Love and that the, place. They had some of the bear archery which bears a great brand and, and really affordable now, especially with the like the packages you can get ready to hunt. 600 bucks will get you a really nice bow right complete ready to go like ready to hunt with and then something like that would be great to start yeah. with you know and uh peeking mike here yeah. um but yeah that being said open door policy you're welcome back anytime for a podcast and yep. you're welcome back anytime for well this is not welcome back we're open for advice if you need advice for anything at all archery. Ask Kurt, yeah. not no, Steve. I appreciate it. Yeah, ask me. I'll Don't give you my number. Kurt, not I, Steve. Yeah. That'd probably be better to text me or Eric, not Steve. Um, Steve well, my opinion, I could say something, but it wouldn't really matter. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, can we hit you with some of our rapid fire questions? Let's do it. These Let's. questions are basically. You can elaborate a little bit if you'd like. I don't like. think we've ever done this to someone in house, have we? No, we haven't. Yes or no? Yes or no, but okay. if you if you feel you need to elaborate, totally understandable. You can do okay. that. And I like this. And I'll kick it off with favorite pro wrestler. You do this every time, and it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Man, dude, dude. 
Two in a row. In a row. All, right. in a row. All right. Hulkamania is um, running wild. Favorite camo pattern? Oh, uh, just the the regular old military. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, old, old school. Right, the tri camo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, what, do they, what do they call digital. that? Uh, mul- the, no, no, not the digital, digital one. You're digital talking about the old one. What's the original oh, called? Oh, just the regular, yeah. It's just the regular just army camo. camo. The old, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Where's Gino I at? I love it. Brown and green. Brown and green. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just call it's it. It's like he spray camo. painted it on. I hunted yeah. in that stuff forever, dude. dude there's kids that talk I about that. Like, my dad was in the army, and I just use his camo. Dude, yeah. my first set of camo was Goodwill army pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You remember the army surplus store over in Davenport? Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's That's still where there. I got all my it's stuff. Still there. I, I hunt in that. I paintball in that. Yep. Uh, everything. Oh awesome. wait, you paintball? Oh. Oh, this podcast is over. Oh, good. I was what? A, I, dude, I was a paintball <laughs> hey. guy when I was in high school. Yeah. I want to get into it. That's one yeah. sport I want to get it's into. It's fun. All it's right. a blast. Um, okay, here we go. What, what were people saying? People hate us. Um, <laughs> favorite <laughs> movie? Oh, here we go. Braveheart. Yes. Nice. That's a great movie. Last song you played? Oh, um, uh, it's a Luke Bryan song. Um. Hunting, fishing, loving every no. day. It's a girly song. It was I was on in my car when I was coming here. It was written for high school girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, play uh, play it again. Okay, okay. all right. Yeah. Um, favorite band, Disturbed. Yeah. What? Oh, yes. Favorite outdoor magazine, Field and Stream. Classic. Nice. That's two, That's in, two in, a in a row, right there. Row. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would ask you your favorite bow brand, but you're kind of torn. Yeah. Whatever you can afford. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Backstrap or jerky? Oh, backstrap all day long. My Next. man. Favorite outdoor-related show? Doesn't have to be hunting. Can be fishing. Anything could outdoors? be a podcast. Oh. No, that's we have a category. <laughs> it could be a podcast. <laughs> mm. I don't even know. Oh, I like that. I I'm I'm kind of with you there. Um, favorite podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> not this one. No. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like Monday morning experience, Bill Burr. Yeah, he's like, well, uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. The best uh, answer ever, man. Okay. This Books is on it. tape, the podcast. Easy. Neil, don't be bashful here. You got to be honest. There you go. Okay. Your favorite podcast host. Oh. This is an easy one. Yeah, Kurt, definitely. Kurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Uh, thought he I was going to think about who was in his yeah, voter you, district. I thought the yeah, airboat thing was going to set us apart, but it didn't. Why don't you guys do paintball together? I know who I'm voting for next election cycle. When is that? Is that this year? Okay. That's a no for me, buddy. <laughs> morning or afternoon hunts? Oh, morning. Yeah. There's nothing better in the yeah. morning than, than watching the sunrise, you know, listen to squirrels jump around. Yeah. I'll tell you what's better in the morning: sleeping. Right. The anticipation yeah. of daylight, man. Yeah. That's what gets me. Oh, I'm man, like, I love yeah. it. You're 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 squinting. You're trying to see. Oh, is that something? No. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it three hours later. It's like, dude, that what? Um, uh, people are boom, disturbed. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, that wasn't that disturbed. was drowning no, pool. It was, it was drowning. How do you know that? He's right. good. He's got the right music. Because he's got good. Right there. Um, where are we at? Uh, typical deer or non-typical deer? Oh, non-typical. Yeah. Uh, you like it? Hang on or ladder stands? What? Hang on or ladder stands? Tree stands? Oh, I, I have no idea. I've never hunted out of a deer stand. You ever oh. hunted out of a deer stand? I, nope. Yeah, I'm a ground blind guy. Yeah. Really? Super oh, classic. Yeah. Super hey, classic. Hey, I love yeah. it. So I grew up poor, and this is no kidding. Um, the first deer I ever shot, uh, I, I, li- I was literally sitting on a stump 
for yeah. four hours. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what cool. the most comfortable hunt is when you're poor is a old tire you find. And <laughs> did you? Hey, did you? It was that the actual tire? Did you walk around? Uh, no, that it public land? no. Because they no. used to hunt on this. There was this tire out in this public land they used to hunt on. And Eric sent me a picture. I go, dude, I think that's the same tire. It I was, didn't know. I was actually. on a public ground. I took a picture of the tire. I'm like, here's Steve. Here's your old seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I at? Okay. You you kill say you kill the biggest buck of your life your dream buck you go back to hunting camp and you celebrate are you your beverage of choice is it beer or some variation of liquor beer beer every time what beer if you had to pick Miller High Life ooh, ooh the champagne of beers yeah the champagne we aren't classy enough to have the champagne of beers here but <laughs> no good light. lord that's okay. good um your dream hunt ooh um probably. Colorado elk hunting in Colorado. Very feasible, yeah. man. Very feasible. Yeah, my my grandpa does it every year out there, um, and he's been wanting me to come out, and I've just never had time, and I I need to take time to go out. You should see the elk or uh, Kurt's cousin killed public uh, land bull. I think like three eighty ish monster. Yeah, a monster. so uh, one, one of my best friends is a Davenport fireman, and, mm-hmm. and about four years ago, he's like, dude, I have this opportunity. We gotta go. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, let's go bow hunting. I'm like, where at? He's like, let's go bear hunting in Alaska. And I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Sign me up. I'd go tomorrow. I know. I know. I'd go tomorrow. I, I, sure. I'm not that comfortable bow hunting for something that can kill Wait, me. Wait, was he now, Was he a firefighter or was he a, a Craigslist actor? <laughs> All right, that's a little inside joke. Oh. All right, we don't need to go into we details. Know, we'll, we'll explain later. Um, favorite, I would say tree stand snack. Favorite hunting snack. or Favorite snack while hunting. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Yeah, That'd be yeah. a classic. Uh, yeah. um, superhero power. Invisible? Isn't that not, Oh, fly. Yeah, yeah you, you can't say fly. You can't say yeah. fly. fly Invisibility is good. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'd say invisible. You fix your mechanical broadheads so that doesn't apply. Uh, face paint, face mask, or none? Uh, None. None. Classic. Yeah, no. And a ground blind. Ground blind. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one, and uh, hopefully your wife doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, date with a supermodel or 500 acres of hunting ground for a weekend. Oh. What, what season? <laughs> Got to think about it. What's that? Yeah, what season? season? <laughs> um, any season you want. Oh, well, definitely the 500 acres. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's I was the like, longest I've seen anybody deliberate on that one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Man, Usually it's not yeah. looking good for the home team here. Yeah. You got to make a choice. Usually it's going hunting. Well, I mean, if we're hunting squirrel on 500 acres, I'm right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point. It could be any season, anywhere you wanna want it to be. Yeah, that's an easy pick. Yeah, <laughs> Darren Meyer, hunting ground. So, uh, yeah, everyone with a wife would say that, but it's uh, supermodel doesn't mean things are going. Yeah, well, you once you're dating yeah, right. a supermodel, it's like, well, I already here's got a, that. Here's the thing: the 500 acres doesn't mean a successful hunt, and the supermodel yeah. doesn't mean a that's successful true. hunt. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you can just experience yeah, four legged deer, two legged deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta play your odds. Like I'm a pretty good shot, but man, I'm really annoying in real life. So yeah, and I'm pretty ugly too. So yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Steve. Be like, what's the difference? It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna be late for both. I'm so it doesn't kill- matter. I'm not late. killing either one. I'm not waking up early for either. Late for both and unsuccessful. Yeah, yeah um, complaining the whole time. What haven't we covered? 
probably a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a lot. This, this needs to happen again soon. Now that they made it, uh, you can't shoot mountain lions and stuff like that. Ooh. Can you carry a gun when you're going bow hunting? Here's nope. the... That's a new, what, that's a new bill. We Yes. Yes. If they, there is a new bill that you can carry your concealed weapon when you're hunting. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. Um, and the, the mountain lion thing... I, I find that ridiculous because it it, it says I'm with that you. Me too, it, actually. It, it says that if you're in fear of your life, you can shoot it. Right. If you see a mountain lion, yeah. you're in fear. I'm yeah, in fear of my it's, it's <laughs> mountain lion. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It, it's mountain lion. I can lions. identify that's a mountain lion, and it's yeah, yeah. no house. Yeah, because there's three critters: mountain lions, um, black bears, and I think it's gray wolves. And they're like, yeah, if you see them in Illinois, like you can't shoot them otherwise. It's, but it's like, unless you're in fear for your life. Yeah, I, I'm always yeah. It, you're in fear for your life. There's like a big kitty that's running around that can eat you. Yeah. Nothing's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was scared in Wisconsin. We were doing yeah. a podcast with HHA. Like, There's bears up There's here. Wolves. Oh, there was a, yeah, there, dude. The guy that was showing us this picture. Yeah, he was like, hey man, I almost smoked him on the way home, and he's like showing me a picture. I go. That's a weird-looking coyote. Oh, that's not a coyote, is it? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, there's a bear den, like, you know, 200 yards that way. I'm like, and we only got a glass door separating us? <laughs> well, here's what I'll do. I think this podcast has been good. Neil, I hope you uh, were able to bear us. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> bear. The phone's uh, whistling in. Neil. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find this picture for you guys. <laughs> oh. It's all good. Um we appreciate you coming on again, putting up with us. We you open door policy. I've said this a lot lately to people, but I really do mean it. Anytime you want to come back, you're more than welcome. Um, whenever you want to discuss something, hope we can get a DNR officer and a biologist together. I think that, that would, would be, be awesome. A really cool, cool episode. Uh, yeah, I've got a yeah. DNR officer ready to go. So if you can get the biologist, we can make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. yeah, we can and fit if, everyone in here. I mean, <laughs> if you guys want to do another one the next time and, and let people know in advance where we can... Get some get some more questions and okay yeah um that'd be awesome definitely yeah we uh, yeah. yeah we'll do a yep. couple weeks the, in advance yeah the more feedback the better I mean that's um, again representative government's all about so yeah. um, the more feedback I can get the better so website that where people yeah can where can find people you find you contact yeah senator neil anderson uh, dot com what's your personal phone number <laughs> <laughs> all right fine what's your office number what's your office number um, on the website um, <laughs> I never call. I, I never call. Yeah, you never call. Your so I have a work phone. Like, hey, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna look it up. I'm a little bit embarrassed. I don't know. I, yeah, you never call yourself. So I don't. Well, I call and no one answers. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is three zero nine seven three six seventy eighty four seven awesome. three six seventy eighty four three zero nine area code. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, it's always really fun having someone legitimate on the podcast so thank you <laughs> no anyway, I, I kid i kid but no it's, it, it's, it's you know we really appreciate uh you taking the time to come out here i, I know how busy you are um you know you, you you're still a firefighter full-time job yep and uh and you're a senator and you know you've really dedicated your whole life to making this state better um for me personally i say thank you and i, re- I really did the day you won I did decide that I want to move back to Illinois because I was like, all right, well, maybe there's a changing. And, uh, you know, you've done everything you said you were going to do. And uh, my girlfriend approves of you, which 
that was like the biggest. That, that was more of a surprise than you winning the election in the first place. All right, so it's like wow. <laughs> and she's written you letters, and she's seen you speak, and she, yep. uh, you know, to, to give a, a, a little bit of insight, um, she watched you speak at a. Um, uh, it was it was about a, a conference and it was about you know taking care of our elderly adults and yeah she goes you know he was legitimately getting choked up and he's very passionate about taking care of people and you are so you know anyone out there don't let political lines you know don't like it doesn't matter what political party you're from because you're a good human being and you stick up for what you know is right and that's why I moved back to Illinois and I appreciate that yeah well so, thank you Steve that means a lot. Yeah, yeah well, you. I'm paying for, sure. for it my paycheck with all the taxes taken out, so it better mean something. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I, I do appreciate everything you do, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast for a second time, yeah. man. I love you to death, and uh, you you do have my vote. Thank you, brother. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Neil, again. You guys got anything yep. to add real quick? No, Steve, you, don't, you can't add anything. Yeah. Mark, you nope. good? Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Awesome. Great Thank you, guys. Me. I had a blast in this episode. Um, one thing I do want to address, uh, workingclassbowhunter.com. Uh, the store is coming soon. We're still sorting stuff out. I know that's been going on for a long time, um, but we're getting it going. Something's going on with Steve's phone. Are you losing battery life up there on Facebook Live? Low battery. Um, Low battery. Jake Welsh, when and where will you guys be at Iowa Deer Classic? We'll be there maybe Friday. We're not sure. Probably not Friday, but all day Saturday in the morning on Sunday. We'll be uh, be podcasting. Um, almost all day Saturday, we have a private room, but we'll be kind of out and about. Just shoot um, us a message. We'll we'll hook up with you and meet yeah, you or whatever. Anything on uh, Facebook or an email, we'll try and uh, stay in touch um, and try and connect with some people there at the yep. Classic. If you know where, if it's the same as last year, I, I believe we're going to be in the same room. It'd be right next to where they have like the antler replica area out in the hall. Our room is connected to there, and you'll see us out and about. We'll have our hats and shirts on and uh, just be running around like crazy. So stop us, stop us and say hi. Yeah, we'll talk um, to anyone. We'll try and bring some goodies, maybe some koozies and stickers and stuff, and we'll try and pass those out if yep, you stop sure. us. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Still going good on Facebook Live, Steve. Okay, um, guys, everyone in podcast land, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Go shoot your bow. Go find some sheds. We love you. Go for Neil. <laughs>